Welcome to the Be Real Podcast. I'm Diana Gasparoni. I'm a visionary psychotherapist, CEO, and founder of Be Well Psychotherapy and Be Her Programs. I am Ednisha Salisbury. I am a therapist, speaker, trainer, and co-creator of Black Woman Be Whole. Each week, we will talk about the journey of mental health wellness. We will talk about why your mental health is just as important as your physical health and the connection that being mentally well has on all areas of your life. We will be interviewing psychotherapists, doctors from both Eastern and Western disciplines, authors, change makers, thought leaders, and more. Our mission is to bring you information that is both thought provoking and encourages you to look closer at your mental and emotional well-being. We give you tips and insights to taking the next steps. If you have already gotten into the door, we'll get you to go a little deeper. Each week, we're going to have real conversations, helping you work through your mental wellness questions and reminding you that you are not alone. Mental wellness is our passion. We practice what we preach. It is our mission to touch as many souls as we can with this content and leading you to a place of mental clarity and well-being. So for the next hour, let's work together, lay back on the couch and get real. Welcome back to Be Real. It's Etnisha. I'm back. I was away for a couple of weeks. I needed some time, some self-care time. Where's my co-host at? Diana, where you at? I'm right here. Happy to see your face and happy to have you back. I know. I missed you. I missed you Um, too. I liked that you texted us. Yes. I was thinking about you at the time that you were taping the podcast. I knew I wasn't there, but I was thinking about you um, as I was on my family vacation and all the other things that I've done, Um, which makes me think about the world reopening. Yeah. And what is the summer going to look like for me? So (laughs) I'm thinking I'm going to have... I, I'm thinking I'm going to have a hot girl summer. Now, my niece told me that because I'm married, I can't have a hot girl summer. So I was like, maybe we need to redefine what hot girl summer means, right? And for me, I won't be in the house. Just straight up. I am fully vaccinated. Okay, the CDC told me that I could take off my mask, that I could show my cute lipstick. I'm out in these streets. That's it. <laughs> the lipstick is coming back, y'all. <laughs> the lipstick is coming back. I am excited. Um, <laughs> so I, I will still be defining hot girl summer with a pink lip. <laughs> yes. With a hot pink lip. Yes. Mm-hmm. A hot pink lip. I am ready to go to who's ever. If there's a barbecue, invite me. Oh. If you are doing any outdoor activities, I'm in. Um, I'm not sure about like the indoor stuff too much, but you give me some outdoor stuff. I'm coming. Um, well, you do sound very enthusiastic. I'm glad to hear that you are ready to go. (laughs) I, you know, I'm excited too. I have to say I did not anticipate how, how planned I would be first of all, because I suddenly I have all these plans and also I've heard. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Well, I have all sorts of plans and also that I, how I would feel. So last weekend, a little shout out to be well, we opened in Hoboken. We are officially in Hoboken, New Jersey. Yeah. And we will be seeing people in person starting June 1st. So Jessica, who's taking a much needed day off today and not with us this, this morning, 
she planned this three-day event. So we like went mm-hmm. to the office. It was the first time I had seen Jessica since she had the baby for real, for real. I actually didn't recognize her. And in she person. looks amazing. Can I she just looks, say she oh, looked amazing? I was like, oh my God, girl. I was like, oh, what is the leg? Her womb? Really? Yeah, all the leg. It was like amazing. But she was standing, we forget like, that she's a dancer, right? Like, oh yeah, that high oof, that is a leg. So, but I didn't even recognize her because I hadn't actually seen her from the neck down, uh, not pregnant. Right. I, I haven't right. seen her. I've only seen her. <laughs> so she's like waving to me from the corner. I was like, who is that? Like with sunglasses on and like the hair down, like the whole, I was like, oh, oh, Jess, it's you. But there was like all of this back and forth. And then like she and I were together and then Paige, our new client care coordinator and I were together. And I was like, oh, there's all the stimulus. It's not just me and Jeff. <laughs> official name out. I've never said his name. And so, um, there was like, okay. And then we had a party and like, I haven't been to a party in a year and a half and I didn't think about it. Like we got, Mm -hmm. we did all the things like we got the food and we got some wine and we got some Prosecco and we were like pouring Prosecco and wine. And like, I didn't. And then suddenly this is why they told you not to drink that. This is why they closed all the bars and gave you a curfew during COVID (laughs) because like I had like two drinks and like, I had been up and like out and like excited and like all of these people were here and I'm like hugging. And I was like, Oh wait, I'm still in a pandemic. Hold on. But you're vaccinated. So, right. And so it was real. Like I woke up on Saturday morning and like, I was nervous that we had like broken, (laughs) broken the law or like, I was like, do we, was that okay? Like, was it okay? And it was totally like everybody. It's not like I like mandated people to be there. Like everybody was there of their own free will. One of the women <laughs> took a picture of, of the food table and sent it to her friends. Cause she was like, I'm at a real cocktail party. It's for right. real. Cause nobody, I'm, out. I'm out. And I was like, Oh, that's so weird. Um, it was a very weird feeling. And then I proceeded to get in my car, drive to Boston. Oop, sorry, it's mom. Okay. Drive and see my friends, uh, who one of them just bought a house and three from California came and I had like a 24 hour window and we like did, did the town and then had to come right back for work. And so, um, oh, I feel a little guilty. And so, <laughs> so then but there was so much like I was in stores and like mask on mask off and we were out for dinner. And then when you're out for dinner, we ate inside for the first time. Mm-hmm. It was really, I was exhausted from, I think just the, I, not just the physical activity of everything. Cause I haven't mm-hmm. done that much physical activity, but like the interaction, the talking, the, the anxiety of should, is it okay? Are, are we, are we, are we really okay? Can we really yeah. do this? Like, is this okay? Like, like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. So I have a lot of feelings. And then I went out for dinner on Tuesday night. And when I went out for dinner on Tuesday night, I ran up, I wore my mask and my friend was like, why do you have your mask on? <laughs> and I was like, what, huh? What? And I had just come from parking my car in the garage. So I had my mask on. I didn't even think to take it off. You know, I think that it's hard to just let go of the mask. I'm not ready to fully let it go. I, I will say cute. that. There is a sense of comfort that I still feel having it on. Mm-hmm. And so I will continue that. Um, I am excited about going back to the office to see people in person. I have gotten quite a few new clients during the pandemic who have never seen me 
you know, in person, like we've never actually like saw each other, right? Been in the same room. So it's kind of exciting, right? Mm-hmm. That I've been talking to some of my clients. I'm like, so, so is it time? Is it time for us to actually like meet and sit in the same room? You ready? And some of them are excited and some of them are like, Anisha, that just feels out the way. You understand? Like, I think that especially for New Yorkers that commute, I don't think we realize how much energy that commute took from us on a daily basis because we were just always running because that's what you do. You're just always going. And so now we've been able to just really kind of slow down and stop. I'm not sure how much people want to go back to that commute, like really getting on the train, the bus, running for the train, the bus, like all of it, the people. And so I think that that is going to be a barrier for people to come back to our office to see us, right? Because things have gotten just, it feels easy, right? Like It's definitely easier. I mean, I know that uh, I've been going over to the office Mm-hmm. to here like I can walk there which has been nice but like I can make my own schedule and do my own thing but there are like to actually get on a schedule in the morning to get up mm-hmm. and leave the house and like <laughs> not on my sweatpants and my tank top on is gonna be a thing like it'll be like there are some days where I'm like oh right I had a do I have to put on lipstick today like what's gonna right. happen? like a little little something. So it's a matter of working it slowly back in and then also deciding, I mean, for us, we're lucky. Like we get to decide how, how we want our work weeks to look. Right. I think that there'll be some people that will just do better in therapy in person. It's just, it's part of the work. Right. So like having them come into the office, uh, being with you, being able to like get a sense of who they like, what they're feeling and Mm -hmm. how they're feeling. Um, and encouraging people to put that kind of structure back into their lives will be important. And for some people, being on the phone or being on Zoom, on video is going to be fine. Like we don't have to see each other in person. So I but think having the be, option is what's important. The, yeah, they'll be the hybrid. Yeah. And we're going to slowly go back, aren't we, together on Wednesdays? Yeah. Oh, we have a standing date. We have a standing yeah, date. Yeah, I'm in. wellness Wednesdays uh so that we can see I got I got some ideas because I think it's only you know I don't I think we have to take we have to be mindful and take really good care of ourselves as we start to transition back because it was such a hard pivot to stop right like we had to stop going it was really hard I remember (laughs) you were like die hard I'm just gonna keep going I'm like yeah you're not girl you gotta stay home yeah yeah and now we have the it's a luxury that we get to like really acclimate ourselves. Maybe it's like one half day up to a full day. Maybe it's like, maybe it's only two days in the office. And then the transition has to be slow. Yeah. Like, and I, and I hope that other employers have that understanding too. Yeah. I do think that um, some people are just not ready. Anxiety levels are still high for, for people. And so we need to be able to transition and, slowly into, you know, going back into the office and sharing space with other people. Yeah. It's going to be a lot. It is. um, I mean, I'm really looking forward to seeing people in person, uh, not just my patients, but also this, the team, like Mm -hmm. I'm excited to see the team in person. And some of our team have never worked in the office. Right. So it was a couple of people who we hired and like a week later we were out of we the were, It was like Thursday night <laughs> and we were finishing up the onboarding and I was like Monday night. And I was like, yeah, guys, I don't, maybe don't know. Right. 
Yes. And so, uh, Jillian and Mirza, if you're listening, thank you for hanging in there, <laughs> hanging in there. Cause that was a crazy week. And then, um, we've definitely, we've built the staff well, more so along the way and other people have joined us, but we haven't had the opportunity to all be in the in office space together. Yep. In space. And I do, I, I do love that. I get to see you on the video, on the video, on right on the Fridays, but like, it's not the same as you coming it's over not. and like, can I use your printer? Of course you can use the printer. <laughs> <laughs> the little things guys that just we the miss. Little thing. Just the little things and just like hanging out and checking in and, and figuring out what's next and just like seeing what you were to work. So I think the cool thing is, is that our guest today, right? Like she is someone who, if you are out and about in Jersey, she can tell you what to do, right? Like she is going to tell you all the cool things, all the cool places to go. So um, Diana, do you want to introduce our guest for the day? Since you were gushing about her earlier before we started the podcast. Okay. Um, I mean, do you want to tell everyone a little bit about her before they get to meet her? I am a huge fan of Lynn Hazan's. So when I moved over here to this side of the river, I was psyched to stumble upon, actually, I saw her speak. Um, and I was like, who is this little powerhouse of a woman? She was on fire that day. And I'm super psyched that she is going to join us today. So she is the founder of linhazan.com, formerly known as ChickPJC. She's a mom, business owner, and lover of life in her community. Started ChickPea in 2014 as a hobby and creative outlet. And as she says, the rest is history. She's also the founder of AIM Media, a full service social media and content management company to help small businesses promote them themselves to the community. She is so interesting and so fun. Um, and I think that any entrepreneur, any lover of life and any, you're all going to really enjoy it. She's, she's great. So sit back, grab your tea and have a listen. As you know, I am a huge supporter of therapy and if there was ever a time to prioritize your mental well-being, it's now. As the founder of BeWell Psychotherapy, I am proud to announce my team is leading the way in online therapy. BeWell is based in New York City, and we were one of the first practices to pivot to online therapy with the outbreak of COVID-19. With over 15 licensed therapists, BeWell offers a variety of methodologies and approaches so you can select a therapist that is a good fit for you. We help individuals of all ages, including kids, teens, couples, and wait for it, we even have online group therapy. There is no need to struggle alone with feelings of depression, anxiety, isolation, grief, or loss. To learn more, visit BeWellPsychotherapy.com or text BeWell, that's one word, to 484848 to get connected with a therapist today. Again, that's BeWellPsychotherapy.com or text BeWell, one word, B-E-W-E-L-L, to 4848. Four, eight to get connected to a therapist today. And now back to our amazing show. Well, hello. It's Friday morning and here we are at Be Real. Me and Anisha back from her vacation. 
Oh my God, Diana, I think I missed you. Even though, you know, I look at your stories on Instagram and I'm like, oh my God, I'm not around. She's having such a good time doing so many things, opening up new locations. Um, but yeah, I'm happy to be back. I needed a little time off, need, need a little self-care. Need a little you rest. did. I'm yeah. super, super, super excited today. So I'm going to have my fangirl moment. Should I have it now? Should I? I, I don't know. There's so much. So just uh, do it. You gush, gush, gush. Do your gushing. Do it. Do it. Just um, go. Go. I'm just so excited from the minute that I saw her speak. I was just like blown away by this powerhouse. So Lynn Hazan is with us today. Please jump in and tell everybody who you are. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, my name is Lynn and I run a small little blog. <laughs> <laughs> Non-prolific blog in Jersey City, New Jersey. Yeah, I mean, I'm an entrepreneur. I also run a marketing agency called AIM Media and you're just doing my thing. I'm a mom so much. I do a lot. <laughs> you do do a lot. And so, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I love, I love, I love the blog. I love the, I love the Insta. I love everything about it. But one of the things that I really like is how much you love life, how much of your life you allow us to see. And, um, and I'm not an Instagram fangirl. Like that is not easy for me. It's not my generation. I don't do that. But like you, I fell in love with immediately because of your rawness. That's okay. The monkey is going to be out. Any oh no, he's not. He's at the groomers, so he can stand in for monkey today. Your dog. <laughs> totally. We're still working at home, girl. It happens. It totally happens. But I do want to talk about a little bit how you got the blog and everything started because it it didn't start as like I'm going to quit my job today and be an entrepreneur, did it? No. So I was working in corp. I had a corporate job, um, you know, that I started when I was about 24 years old, like really young. I've been working all my life. Yeah. I moved to New York city and I worked for like a Cisco tech. I was actually crushing, you know, I was crushing it there. Like I'm a hard, I'm just hardworking. You know what I mean? Like I yep. don't know. Like when I was 13, mm -hmm. my dad was like, get a fucking job. And so <laughs> I'm 13. I've been working. Yeah. He's like, you want, you want, like I went up to him and I'm like, Hey, can I have 50 bucks? And he's like, no, get a fucking job. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm 13, but sure. So what I about the child labor laws? But Hey, why not? That's okay. Keep, yeah. I bet, yeah. <laughs> go, go find something. Cause I'm not giving you money anymore. And so I started working at a very young age and both of my parents are entrepreneurs. Like I grew up in, in, in a household of like the hustle. I was working in corporate mm -hmm. and I you know I thought that I didn't want to go in the footsteps of my parents. So that's why I wanted like a stable job. And I loved my job, but I always felt like there was something missing. Like I wasn't being utilized for my, my ability. And I woke up one day at 30 years old and I was about to get, a, you know, long story short, I was about to get promoted. And I, I've been at this for seven years and I was like, wow, I'm 30 years old. Like, I'm going to die here. I'm going to die in this office in Midtown Manhattan. Like, <laughs> like, like I'm going to do tech. Like, what is this not for me? Like, <laughs> Like somebody shoot me. And it was, it was, it was hard. You know, it was a new mom. Like my daughter was about a year and a half old at that point. And I had everything, like I had like all my check boxes, like checked off. Like I was married, you know, nice Jewish man. I bought a house, you know, I had this career, a beautiful daughter, but I'm fucking miserable. Like I, this is, so I had a kind of like a, like a spiritual awakening as you people call it. And, um, I was like, okay, I need to, you know, I need to feed my creative sons. I'm a very creative person and I love people and connecting with people. And I felt that as I was growing up in the corporate ladder, I was less doing that. 
I wasn't connecting with people anymore and I wasn't being creative. It was all timesheets and money and, and, you know, and all that stuff. And it was just not enjoy like meetings. Like we would have meetings about meetings. Yeah. So I was like, <laughs> yeah. Like having a meeting about a meeting, like what is happening? <laughs> Lot, lots of airtime in like, meetings. I'm yeah. For this. Like I'm way too cute for this. Like, I'm, I'm going to agree with that. Go on. And, I love it. I'm too cute and too cool true. For it too. <laughs> so what happened was like, I, so I started posting like my daily outfits on Instagram. This is like before like the, any idea of the blog, because it was like my only creative outlet was fashion. It was And you know, okay. people at the office would make fun of me. They're like, where are you going? Like, where do you think you're going? You work in, <laughs> like, you work in your cubicle. I'm like, just let me, I would walk in there. Like I work for Vogue. Like, like, <laughs> I just came from the fashion closet, like, you know, like just like always showing out. And so I would wear outfits and then I was like, you know, uh, I went shopping actually at another man's treasure here in Jersey city, this vintage shop. Like I would love shop shopping there. And the guy who worked there, he's like this big menswear fashion blogger. And I started talking to him and telling him like, Oh, I take pictures of my outfits. He's like, why don't you start a blog? And I was like, a blog. <laughs> and I was like okay like I can talk about fashion and food and parenting and just talk shit you know like I don't shut the fuck up so where could I put all this energy plan was to like work my full-time job and then work on the blog as just a creative outlet just to be lit and find like you know some passion in life because like there was non-existent and I started the blog and it became you know, an addiction. Like I was obsessed with it and it blew up. Like it blew up pretty quickly. I think it's a combination of just my hard work being at the right place at the right time. There was no one else writing about Jersey City at the time. Now there's tons of blogs, but at the time there were, you, if you would search for like top things to do this weekend or where to get a burger, like you wouldn't be able to find any of that. Like there was, there was nothing. So I think, you know, I came at the right time and um, it was, you know, and it's also like, I, you know, I put myself out there and I, I, I got haters like right, like right away. People were like, oh, who's this corny bitch? And like, it was fine. You know, like I was like, all right, cool. Like I have it. Like it, it's, it's just, it's just the world we live in. But like, instead of it deterring me from pursuing it, it was like kind of like a little extra push. Like the more haters I got throughout the years, the more I was like, oh, fuck you. I'm going to show you. You know what I mean? Oh. I, and I, I don't know if Anisha has actually seen you address the haters, but when she addresses the haters, it's brilliant. It's really like, it. it's not, really, no. it's a show of confidence <laughs> that I am like, oh, okay, girl. I'm like, oh, that your haters were not ready for. No, <laughs> we're not ready. No, the haters, it's like, you know, sometimes I do address it when it's really pure ignorance and stupidity. Really, and the other times I don't because it's just, you know, it's not worth my energy. I love Michelle Obama. And she once said, like, just rise above. Like, you're better than, than, than stooping to the, to, you know, any, any, any attention or energy you give to the haters just gives them more motive mm -hmm. to continue. If you would completely ignore them, like, you're fucked. Like, sometimes I try to be like, channel like Beyonce. Like, would Beyonce like comment on, like, respond to like hater no. on Instagram? No, she's fucking living her best life being fabulous. So why would I? I'm fucking Beyonce. Like, not that I am Beyonce, but you know what I mean? Like I internally, the soul what, of sure. What does Beyonce do? You know what I mean? It's like, the Beyonce energy. It's her yeah. energy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't like, but, but in certain cases, like I do feel like the need to stand up for myself, but I try to, you know, uh, 
especially, or I just block people. Like I'm at a point where like in my, on my platform that I, my energy is so much more important to me than trying to pr prove myself to people. Like you don't fuck with me. You're on my page. Like my social media is my, you're at my house. You're not, you're going to be rude. Get the fuck out. Like you're blocked. Simple. Right. You can't come to this party. And you recently shifted, you were chickpea and now you have owned it as your, as your name. How did that come about? I mean, I love it. You no, know, the blog, when I started, it was meant to be a hobby. It wasn't meant to be this whole thing. And then it became this whole thing. And there was so much responsibility attached to the name Chickpea JC, like Chickpea Jersey City. There was so <laughs> much, you know, like people expected me to be like a martyr for all the social issues in Jersey City. And that's impossible for one person. Like I, I there was so much uh, I was getting a lot of hate for, you know, Jersey City is uh, a, a city that's changing and there's, you know, a lot of issues and I'm not a politician, I'm a blogger, but a lot of people, because, you know, I had a, at a time I was like seen with the mayor a lot and, and local politicians. So people kind of attributed me to being kind of like this local social activist, which I'm not, you know, I'm, I, I, of course I stand up for, for issues that matter to me, but there's just so much that I, so much that I can do. And really it, it, there, it put a lot of pressure on my platform and it wasn't fun anymore. And the hate that I was getting was just out of, kind of out of control. So I was like, I need to take my power back and I'm not chickpea anymore. Like that's not, it was cute, but that's not me. Like I'm Lynn. And um, I wanted to remind people that there's a person behind this platform that I'm you know, doing the best that I possibly can, that I just can't please everybody. Um, and that I, ha you know, have bills to pay and have a business to run and I'm a mother and, uh, you know, uh, a member of the community and, you know, people were holding me to a standard that they don't even hold themselves. They don't even hold our mayor to because I'm was more accessible. I'm more accessible than the local politicians, you know, so it's easier to send me a DM and say, oh, the, there's the potholes in Jersey City are insane. Like, what do, what do I look like? Right. No, no, that's not for you. So wait, yeah. wait, you have like this cool blog telling everybody like where to eat, what to do. And they're telling you about potholes and they have an expectation that you're going to do something about it. No, like everything from, from social justice matters to just everything you could possibly think of gentrification. You know, at a point people were like, Lynn is the chickpea is the, is the poster child of gentrification. As if I'm like literally standing outside the, the subway, you know, handing out flyers telling people to move to Jersey City, which is not the case, you know, if anything, like I really try to, um, you know, my platform, I try to keep, keep it very diverse, you know, it's incredibly diverse, like it, it, even, you know, since I started, like the focus was supporting small owned minority owned businesses, always, it's always been like that. Um, but there's this certain expectation uh, to, to write about news and cover issues like I get messages all the time and it's just it's really it's just really hard like I'm I'm one person and there's this high expectation that I just like I can't do like I just can't do it anymore you know. Well, I have to say, I love the direction that it's going in personally, as somebody who has recently moved over to this side and to be able to get um, as much content about. Jersey City, Hudson County, and yeah, also see Jersey City anymore. Like, right? Like it was fun at the time, but now it's like whatever I fucking want. Like I yeah. go to places in New York City that I write about. Mm -hmm. You know, try at a point I was like really big on traveling, and I would write about my travels and and share, you know, travel guides and things like that. We we had a podcast, Sex in Jersey City, where we talked about sex and dating and relationships. So it's like mm -hmm. this lifestyle. It's it's you know it's everything that we're interested in. 
It's very lifestyle. I like knowing where you go. Well, it's for me personally, it was really nice to be able to like look and see somebody who had sensibilities that was like eating a good burger in Brooklyn and also living in Jersey City and like giving me a good Airbnb. And I think, wait, where did you guys go? I know Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. And also a little bit of Joshua tree. We saw that I like, and I liked when you like the way that you put it out there, it was like, we, we traveled during COVID, but this is what we did. And you were very, it was, I thought, it. I think it's great. I can't get enough. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. I try to keep it fun for everybody. You know, keep it positive. So it's really fun. Um, what's it like being an entrepreneur and a mom? (laughs) (laughs) Momtrepreneur. I mean, I don't know any, like, I don't know, like Mia was a year and a half old when I started the blog Mm -hmm. and like, like I'll sometimes see photos from her at that age and she would be on stage with me at local events. And I think it's just cool for her. You know, she gets the experience a lot. And I think she's such a good kid as a result because I've like taken her, you know, to still, I would take her to like like bar, like probably like probably not supposed like to places that I wasn't supposed to, but like I didn't have a sitter and I had to work and and it, it you know like she she's part she's a huge part of me and I think everyone knows me as yes I'm an entrepreneur and I'm this figure in, in this community but I'm a mom you know like yeah. I'm very proud like I'm a proud mom like I love being a mom like she's she's my world so you know it, it's it's definitely challenging but I don't know life aside from that. I was thinking what if you were still in corporate, you wouldn't be able to spend that type of time with her, right? Like she wouldn't be able to be a part of what mommy actually does, you know? And yeah, so be out in the world with you. So it seems like it probably happened at the right time. It didn't probably didn't seem like that at the time, but you know, in hindsight now, it seems like it was probably at the right time. Yeah. And I, especially, I, I've, I've been appreciating it more in the past like couple of years, especially because, you know, like the, going through a, like I went through a divorce and that was really, really a hard time in my life. But like, once I got over that hump, being able to like spend time, that time with her, you know, even during the pandemic, it's kind of like, I felt like I was able to make up for a lot of like lost time for when I was going through the divorce and I was just not in the mental space to like give her, you know, like be present with her. Uh, and, and I was able to do that. And now like with my business like kind of change like you know my business has changed because of COVID like you know I had a full team and then with COVID uh, I basically started over and like had to let everyone go and it was fine though in a way because it was like put less pressure on me like on my performance and just focused on like doing what I can to to pay my rent and and make a decent living that I could provide for her but also I'm able to like stop at three o'clock and pick her up from school and hang out with her and take her to the park and do things like you know on Wednesday we went to the botanical gardens and like we went at like four o'clock and it was wonderful this might be a really good time for us to take a quick break as you know I am a huge supporter of therapy And if there was ever a time to prioritize your mental well-being, it's now. As the founder of Be Well Psychotherapy, I am proud to announce my team is leading the way in online therapy. Be Well is based in New York City, and we were one of the first practices to pivot to online therapy with the outbreak of COVID-19. With over 15 licensed therapists, Be Well offers a variety of methodologies and approaches so you can select a therapist that is a good fit for you. We help individuals of all ages, including kids, teens, couples, and wait for it, we even have online group therapy. 
There is no need to struggle alone with feelings of depression, anxiety, isolation, grief, or loss. To learn more, visit BeWellPsychotherapy.com or text BeWell, that's one word, to 484848 to get connected with a therapist today. Again, that's BeWellPsychotherapy.com or text BeWell, one word, B-E-W-E-L-L, to 484848 to get connected to a therapist today. And now back to our amazing show. This latest thing with him choosing your outfits once a week for date night. Hilarious. It's hilarious. He's hilarious. There's not a fucking chance in hell I would tolerate it with Jeff picking out my clothes. He's already been going to a wedding on on Sunday and he's already like, well, I have a suit. I was like, aren't you cute? It's going to be 60 degrees. I got nothing to wear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, he's doing a good job. He's getting better at it. Yeah, he's really good. You're doing a great job. First go round was a little rough. I watched it. Yeah, I mean, I was a little resistant to the the whole idea at first because, I mean, quite frankly, her closet's vast. So it can be I have a little, three closets. It can be a little overwhelming. Um, well, I had, a, I had that feeling that it might be a little like, and then you got to sort of like take the temperature of how she's feeling and like, try to figure out like what it is that she would want to put on. That's a, This is a bold thing that you're doing. Daunting. It was a daunting task. <laughs> it's kind of like, str- it's stressful for me. Like, it's not for me. So I'll just go in and pick something that I think looks good. And, and she trusts me enough. I think that she'll, she'll go with it unless it's an outright no, or I've just picked <laughs> something that's dramatically overdressed for the occasion because like stuff on the hanger, I can't even tell what it is half the time. I'm like, I have no idea what this so is. So wait, do you ever pick Tony's outfits or is this just like a one-way thing here? <laughs> she input. Yeah, she has like, input. I, I buy, like I'll buy him stuff sometimes, like stuff that I think would look good on him. Look cute. Yeah. 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 That's true. Yeah. All right, I'm back to work. Okay. Okay. Wait, did you, do you guys have any more questions for him? No, we'll call him back. We, oh. I, I, I like him. I mean, I don't, I, I like him as, I like him as much as I like you. I like this whole, I, I, his embracing of the whole family is. It's just, unbel- no, he's just so good with my daughter. It's like, I'm like the third, when they're, when, he, when they're together, I'm like literally the third, third wheel. I'm piecing it together. Uh, like using my, using my therapist spidey senses over here. And I'm like, you can see the relationship between the two of them. Like you can tell that it's not fake. That's all I'm trying to say. It's like, it's real and it's genuine. And I was like, what a beautiful example for other single moms that like you can actually make this happen. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I get messages from single moms all the time and they tell me like, you give me hope. And like, the thing is, is it's not, it's the idea of not settling, you know, like I, I've been, you know, I was single for three years before I met Tony and I've been through so many like dating and relationships and, and I just never settled, settled. And, um, you know, I think it's, you think that because you're a mom and you went through a divorce that you're flawed, that you're, you're baggage, but I think it's a beautiful thing and, and something that as women, we should embrace, especially single moms should embrace and not just settle for whoever's going to take us. It's like, it's a decision. Like you need to decide who's going to be the partner that's going to, you know, be my ride or die. And also be the, you know, a, a, a father figure in your child's relationship, child's life. Like it's a, it's a two for like, it's a two for one package. You know, I joke, I, I joke with Tony all the time. Like, you know, I'm sure he didn't anticipate getting a girlfriend and, and 
her kid and a dog, you know what I mean? Like we come with, but it's, it's, but he comes home and we're all like, he has three females, like just he Tony's home, like running <laughs> at the door. Like what, that is the most, I think for him, a wonderful thing, you know? And, and that's, it's it, not a lot of people get that opportunity. And I think, I think it's, it's fun for him as well. So. Well, he definitely looks like he's having fun. And again, I, I mean, I, I see this on social and now that I've invited myself over for dinner, I'm just going to send you my calendar. So you can just tell me I'll cook even I'll, okay. I'll come and cook. You don't have to do anything, but that message too, that you don't, you don't, you get, don't settle. And then like the package really starts to open and you have like this beautiful, not without of course the conflicts and the struggles of life, but like this opening and having somebody who your daughter clearly adores him, which is so so nice yeah we have a good time we're like a squad you know like we're just like my squad. <laughs> together we you know like it's 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 a lot of fun for sure when I think about that how do you like find balance and create the boundaries with your social media right like how much of you are you willing to let us see it's hard you know it, I think it's cyclical uh and I think it depends with what's happening in the past couple of weeks uh things have been really hard from a social media aspect like I'm Jewish and I'm Israeli it's been, and normally I'm very vocal about social issues. And normally I'm very, like I try, I stand up for everybody. But in during these times, seeing the stuff that people are posting and, you know, so much hate and so much negativity around being Jewish and Israeli, and it's been hard. And it's, it's really been kind of like, a, like I had a few moments, I think, you know, a week ago where I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like I, I like I'm, a, I'm literally afraid of, of, you know, sharing my opinion because I don't want to be canceled. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, we live in a world where like, if you don't have, if you don't share the opinion of everyone, you're canceled. And like, God forbid you think differently or, you know, differently, or you have a different experience, you're canceled. And, and it just, it's, it's kind of an exhausting place to be. And, uh, so, so in the past couple of weeks, I've kind of, you know, I've, I've turned off like my DMS and I, you know, took a full day off posting. I've been sharing a bit less of where I am and what I'm doing because it's a scary t- time, you know? And mm-hmm. I think the most important to me is protecting myself and my family and my mental health and social media can be a wonderful place for sharing information and, and connecting with people, but it can, it can, it, it can equally be incredibly toxic and unhealthy. So it's really about finding that that balance and creating boundaries around, you know, what you're able to put up with. That's kind of been my experience. Yeah, because I think it's interesting because you are your brand. Your life is your brand, right? So then how much of your life do you allow people to know? And I I wish I was, you know, like I and these are things that I'm like grappling with myself because I wish that I wasn't so afraid of what people would think or, or especially around like my religion and my culture. Cause I, it's, you know, I am Jewish and I'm Israeli and I'm, I'm proud of those things. Like I, I love my culture and I love where I'm from. Like it's, it's, it, I lived in Israel, like a big part of who I am is because of those experience, my life experiences. And it, it has nothing to do with politics. It's really just like from a cultural, you know, traditional aspect. And it, it's, it sucks that I'm afraid to share that part of myself because it's a really beautiful part of like, that makes me really who I am is those experiences that I've had living in Israel. But it's just, it's just such a tough 
time right now. And I've gotten, you know, threats and, and I have a daughter and, you know, if I didn't have a child and I didn't, if I didn't walk around, you know, the city, like I'm not protected. I'm not, you know, I don't have, it's, it's scary. It's just a little scary to me. And that's, what's really challenging right now. I'm glad to know that you're protecting yourself though. I think that that is like that you, that, but that you have the, the internal insight to know that like, we can, we'll just have to shut it down. Cause it is terrible how it, there's something about that anonymity that I don't think that's the right word, but like, you can just blindly say whatever you want on the other end of your phone, not really have that emotional connection to that. That is a person and you are a person. Yeah. yeah Thank you for your vulnerability though. Yeah. I know that sure. that wasn't easy to talk about. So yeah. we appreciate that. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's hard. And, and it's like, you know, and also it's kind of like, I want to speak up and I want to stand up for myself. And especially there's a rise in anti-Semitism like in this country and this mm-hmm. is nothing mm-hmm. politics, nothing to do. And, and, and people have been very silent about it. And that's, what's really concerning to me is that, you know, like I'll, I'll stand up for every social issue, like, you know, every month when there's Black History Month or Women History Month or, uh, you know, Asian American Pacific History Month, you know, all these things, we lend our platform to those causes. And whenever things happen, like we, we try to amplify the, the, those vo- voices of the community, but like I'm not seeing the same thing for, for Jews. And, you know, there's only 14 million Jews in the world. What's happening is really, really scary. And people mm-hmm. aren't saying anything and it's like it's scary it's like it's scary really scary. it's very scary it is it is and it is quiet and there's not I think it was it was it like at the beginning of the pandemic it was like it was just I would see like little trickles of things but not a lot of not a lot of conversation and you're right it is scary I want to come and stand by your front door and protect you oh, thank <laughs> I'll do that while I'm there I mean- for dinner I, I hope people take the time to educate themselves and not you know believe everything that people say on the internet and actually do research, you know, it's so easy to like, I can create an infographic and make anything up, you know, there's like real consequences and don't get your, don't get your, you know, history facts from, from influencers or from, you know, or from Facebook, like, like, that's, that's really not don't Yeah. Fact check it, like go and get your, and, and pay attention. How do you take care of your mental health? Uh, well, I have therapy every Friday at noon. Uh, oh, and- now you just we're, told we're it. right before therapy. Thank I you. Mean, <laughs> I don't. I don't know if it. I don't know if this morning could get any better, Lynn. So I'm in therapy every Friday at noon. Um, mm-hmm. I've been with her for about a year now. Um, I meditate. I try to meditate every day. Try to uh, exercise, no matter how tired and hard it is like I work out with a personal trainer like I spend a lot of money on my on my physical health because it's you know correlates if I feel good about myself I feel good about everything else and so I put a lot of attention into my self-care especially with what I do you know being a creative and owning your own business it can be incredibly mentally draining like there you know like when I had an office job I would have like tasks that are just like you can just like type away and kind of like zone out like my job doesn't it's like no you're on all the time and so (laughs) I need to take a lot of like breaks and you know I take a bath almost every day like um go for walks with my dog spend spend time with my daughter 
Yeah. I mean, it's really just like focusing on those like happy moments and we might make you the poster child for be well psychotherapy, just so that, you know, <laughs> you like covered all the boxes. Like I'm in therapy. I take care of my physical health. Like it's my personal mission that all people think that their mental health is just as important as their physical health. You've just checked every box. Now we're going to get back to Tony doesn't know. So, because in the morning, again, they wake up, we get the, they are up so early. <laughs> They're up at like a little before six, before the sun comes up, I'm noticing. Um, so I'm really excited to know that you get up. Do you meditate together? Yeah. So Lynn, what are you working on right now? What, what's the new blog coming out? What are you working on? We have blog posts every day. We have about 15 contributors that create content for us and write. Uh-huh. I'm not working on anything specific. Um, okay. Um, so like my bread and butter is actually AM media, which is my digital marketing agency, about 15 social media accounts. And that's like how I make most of my living. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm honestly, I just want to enjoy the summer. So like, I'm not working on anything huge, so I don't have any okay. other than, you know, the website and my social media and uh, my business um, because I want to enjoy my summer. That's like, I don't want to get so busy. How do you feel about the reentry? Back out in the back out in the world, no masks. So today, uh, wait. Yesterday, I, went, I left my apartment without wearing a mask for the first time in what, like two? What is it? Two years? A year and a half? And I felt naked. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It takes time. It takes so much time to get used to. I'm vaccinated. Like I believe in science. You know, I I trust science. Um, you know, I was huge on wearing masks. I was like yelling at people during the pandemic, wearing fucking mask. <laughs> yelling at people, like legit screaming at people so it's kind of funny me being outside and like not like I feel no kind mask. Of, and I'm kind of like I want to wear like a sticker I'm not an anti-vaxxer I'm not a republican <laughs> <laughs> I'm just weird. vaccinated I'm just vaccinated no it's really weird I I had a hard time this weekend with the back and forth with the no mask and then I went out for dinner on Tuesday night and was literally having dinner on a boat and was walking up to a friend of mine. And she's like, why do you still have your mask on? I was like, are you mask shaming me? Like, I just forgot. (laughs) Like I just have it on. And she's like, you don't need it. I was like, oh, okay, girl. Okay. Took it off. Um, You shouldn't mask shame people, whether they want to wear. I know. Wearing one or not wearing one. Like I used to mask shame people for sure. Like during the pandemic. Well, you had to wear one, right? Like we, we did our fair share. We made sure that every single time we, oh, we are going to need a new ending today because we've been telling people to just to wear your mask. mask. Well, we still want people to wash their hands and <laughs> stay safe. No, I mean, we still want people to stay safe. And there's ways in which you can stay safe because everyone is not vaccinated. Vaccinated. Right. Right. So we still have to be mindful. I'm still going to wear it like on, you know, the path or subway. Like, ever, yeah, ever not wearing it. Well, I kind of like it for the path and for the subway and for airplanes. I was on my bike yesterday and I must've like swallowed like a huge thing of pollen and like, couldn't stop coughing and sneezing. And I was like, no, one's going to get near me. Like I have to stay on my bike. I can't get <laughs> off my bike. Cause no one will get near me. Lynn, please tell everybody where they can find you. Uh, Lynnhazan.com um, at Lynnhazan underscore where else? That's it. I mean, I, everything you need to know is right there. It's time for our last hurrah. Anisha's got, two questions for you, just in case we didn't cover everything in your life that we wanted to know. She's going to find out. 
So these are just fun questions, have nothing to do with what we talked about today. When, as I was looking at your social media, I was like, oh, I got a good question. What's your go-to dance move when you're out and about? Oh my God. <laughs> it depends. So I, so I have two different dance styles. I'm okay. white dad at a barbecue dance style. <laughs> okay. Like there's no middle. So you said white dad at a barbecue. What was the other one? A stripper. Oh, oh, okay. I love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> there is no gray. Like, listen, either I'm super sexy or I'm offbeat. And and yeah, okay, yes. You know, one of those. If you guys can see her right now, she's dancing. Okay, she's showing us a little bit of those moves. I love it. I love it. I love it. And I love that she had so, an answer like that. She's <laughs> it's perfect. Go. Right. Sometimes I stump people. Yeah. So I love that. This one is not as cool, though. So what talent <laughs> would you like to grow and develop? Like if you had to have a talent, like I've always wanted to play another talent. I just never did it. Right. Like, so, yeah, I mean, you have many talents, but what talent would you like to grow and develop if you had the time, maybe <laughs> and the bandwidth to do so? <laughs> That's, that's just stressful. Like, it's a stressful question. Write <laughs> uh, a book. Oh, okay. I want to tell something that I want to do. I'd read that book, girl. You know, like my life's pretty fun. Like a movie. Yeah, I would read that book for sure. That question for you guys: who would who would play me in a movie? It's a kind of a self-serving question, but what do you guys think? I feel like you look like someone, like a celebrity, and I can't like get it out right now though. But I was thinking that when I first saw you. Um, I would, my first thought probably, uh, my first thought was if Holly Hunter was like 30 years younger. I was thinking a young Demi Moore. Ooh. Ooh. Like Demi Moore in her prime. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. I see it. I see it. I see, <laughs> I see it. it. I see Either it. One. Yeah, I see it. I see it. Cool. Cool. And you okay. know, she did do that stripper movie, right? So she's got some moves. She did. <laughs> She'll make you look good. She would have made you look good. <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> um, that's amazing. And I love that we got a question. Perfect. Thank you for spending the morning with us. Well, thank I you really appreciate that, getting to, at meeting you on screen. Um, it won't be our last time. Can't wait to you know talk to you guys again. This was awesome. Thank you. For super, super fun. And uh, please, our best to Tony and to Mia. Yes. Hi. Yes. Yeah. To the fam. <laughs> Come say goodbye to us, Tony. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm really, I'm really happy for the both of you. Congratulations. I there's nothing I love more in the world than love, and it's it's the best. It's so good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's Harvey. And then there's nothing so, like being in love. There's nothing like it. And oh, the whole family, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, the whole family. Me is at school. It right. warms my heart. I'm really like, I love to see success stories. So this is amazing. And congratulations. We will see each other, I'm sure, because now I'm on the side of the river. We'll get Anisha to move to Jersey City, maybe. <laughs> I'm coming over. Where are you? Maybe not Jersey City, maybe Newark, but I'm coming over. Where are you now? I'm in Harlem. Okay, cool. We're trying to find her trying to yeah. find her the right house. Um, okay. So we're going to, let's see. 
I'm supposed to say, don't forget to find us on our Facebook group. What else am I supposed to say? Oh, we just opened in Hoboken, everybody. Be Well Psychotherapy is in Hoboken, yes. officially seeing people in person as of June 1st. We are going to stop here. So we have to figure this out. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Still, people, that's still a thing. Wash your hands. And if you want right. to wear your mask, we encourage Wear it. your mask if you want. We encourage it. Yes. No mask shaming. There it is. We encourage that mask. Okay. So thank you so much. We're going to see stop you guys here. next week. And we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Be Real podcast. Stay connected to us and subscribe to Be Real wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you are feeling it, how about a five-star review? If our conversation sparked a question, join us in the Be Real Podcast Facebook group. We hope that you have walked away with some new insights, curiosities, and ideas to better help you on your journey to mental wellness and overall well-being. I encourage you to go to BeWellPsychotherapy.com and check out our services and programs. Again, that's BeWellPsychotherapy.com. Okay, we have to stop here, but I'll see you next week.